Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin scores! A 49-yard field goal, and Indiana leads 27 to 24. Oh, it's an end around one to go. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Caught touchdown! Fry Fogel again! Welcome to the OEO Podcast, Homecoming Edition. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B R A G G L E Y. And just like the Hoosiers, I don't schedule cupcakes for my homecoming edition. I've got my normal co-host, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? Uh, excited to be going to the game this week. Excited to be tailgating with you um, and excited for my wife to get in another fight with Michigan fans. No, I'm just glad that Cade McNamara is no longer their quarterback. And so she can't. Was that what she was screaming? Cade. No, Shade. No, Shay. 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 That's right. For well, Shay Cade, Patterson. Cade and Shay are similar. Awfully similar. Uh, they similar. would be the same uh, vowel sound if we were playing word munchers, if that doesn't date me at all. Um, wait, did you guys not play word munchers back in the day? Oh, no? I definitely played. There was math munchers. There yeah. was word munch. There was math oh, yeah. muncher. Like there was there was all different variations. Seth, uh, where he went to school, all. they didn't have computer labs or computers in general. Probably speaking of Seth, he's here still. Um, I think he just sits on the Zoom the whole time and just waits for Brandon and I to show up every couple of days. Uh, that's producer Seth. You can block him on Twitter if you haven't done it already. It's at Setah5, S-E-T-A-H-5. What's up, Seth? That is straight up slander. We played Spellivator. Yeah, I've never heard of Spell. I don't. Maybe I've heard of it, but I, I, think I legit am like, not heard of Spellivator. You had to spell. You had to suck up letters with a vacuum and spell out words. <laughs> yes, I do and then know went up what and you're down like about. ladders. It was amazing. I do you know what a, you're talking about? And then they updated our software. Disc. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're younger than I am. Stop it. It's true. That is true. Um, well, we are talking homecoming, the homecoming game. For some reason, we scheduled it's Hoko. It it's ho- the kids say Hoko. Sorry, Hoko. Uh, for some reason, we scheduled it against Michigan instead of Maryland. Um, but, you know, it's just kind of how it works. Uh, big noon kickoff. That's right. Big noon kickoff. It is on a Saturday, guys. Again, I have to hammer this home just because how the season started. So uh, it's on 10-8. It's a noon kickoff. It's Brandon's favorite time to kick the kick the football off. Love it. Um, Memorial Stadium, this time the real one in Bloomington, Indiana. Weather is Brandon. It's football weather on Saturday. Mid-50s tailgating is going to be hanging around the 40s probably. Um, big sweatshirt kind of kind of weather i'm bring out the heaters we'll be good man we'll be all set up heaters when i say heaters i'm not talking about cigarettes i'm talking about like actual don't smoke so uh just vape (laughs) yeah right is that are they still doing that isn't it like yeah i don't think they're allowed to do that i think they're back to smoking now i don't know what they're doing i have no i don't do either um but speaking of football weather did you hear tom allen's uh preferred weather today i didn't hear that Mm -mm. They asked, so they, the a reporter, I don't know who, asked them, hey, uh, looks like we are going to be getting some fall weather. What is your favorite type of weather to play in? 
Tom's answer was very surprising. What do you think he said? I was going to think early so, Brando Randos. So based on his persona, you would expect probably mid forties, rain, sleet, mud, just going after it. He's he's spent a lot of time in the South. Um, I'm going to go with like hot, like eighties and sunny. Probably you're not far off. He said 75 and sunny. Well, it's just beautiful in general. So that was like today, right? 75 and sunny today is nice day. Um, it was, it was one of those where, you know, you had to bundle up in the morning and then mm-hmm. take it all off as the day went on. Well, hopefully not all off or you probably met with <laughs> HR, but, um, <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I get you. I get you. Shirtless Brandon. Don't forget about shirtless Brandon. We've had that before. Um, so back to the game, back to the game, uh, Brandon said it a little bit earlier. It's big noon kickoff. The big noon kickoff show will be there. I think that means all of the scrubs that didn't make it in the NFL from the USC will be in Bloomington. Um, I don't know if they're still doing that or not. The, the game's on Fox. We're going to go check it out, right? We're going to go check out. Know, probably. We I'll throw something to. at Matt Weiner. Is he still doing that? I think so. I, I can, know what he's doing. Producer he's Seth, can you, look, can you look up who, who I thought it was him and Reggie off. Bush. Reggie Bush. And there might be another USC person. If he's not on it, he's hanging out in a, in a hot tub with co-ed. So good for him, whatever he's doing. I did um, just win my first bet. I bet no touchdown in the first quarter. I bet no touchdown in the second quarter. I bet Uh-oh. no touchdown in the third quarter. Oh my goodness. I bet no touchdown in the fourth quarter. And I bet <laughs> no touchdown for plus 8,000. Okay. So I'm I'm one for five on my no touchdown bets. As we're live talking the, the Colts-Broncos Thursday night football game. Uh, we usually don't record on Thursdays. Just a logistical thing again where we're just grown-ups and we have things to do. Um, so How was of, Disney on ice or, or whatever? Was, I don't know what it was games. yesterday. It was like Disney Junior on stage or something. Who knows? Love Disney Junior. Yeah. It's just it's fantastic. Right? All right, um, here we go. Rob Stone, Matt Leinert, Brady Quinn, Urban Meyer, Bob Stoops, <laughs> Urban Meyer, Bush oh, and, no. and Tom Rinaldi. Yeah, Bush. Oh, I and, love uh, Tom sorry, Rinaldi. Yeah. Bush and Meyer might be in the same adjacent or same or adjacent hot tubs. Oh, oh no, there's going to be so many Urban Meyer signs and chants. Oh, there's going to be a lot of them. Oh, it's oh, going to be a lot. Of, it's going to be a lot of the Indiana crowd can be ruthless. House. Yeah. Oh, the sheets no. on the fraternity house for Urban Meyer are going to be bad. <laughs> um, okay, speaking of bad, uh, the line for the game IU plus 22 and a half as of now, over under may have changed a smidge. Let me check. Nope, still the same 59 and a half. Those are courtesy of DraftKings. Previous meeting, uh, Brandon, we seem to. No matter how, I mean, that was a bad team last year, but we seem to knock, knock on wood, touch wood, whatever you need to do, and everybody will, I'm sure, quote this later Saturday after the game. We seem to not get blown out by Michigan often. I mean, granted, the series is very, very, very lopsided, maybe the most lopsided of all Big Ten matchups. IU 10, Michigan 60. Um, with no ties, and I can't remember. Oh, well, no, I we're can't one and we're one and one in our last. That's two. what I'm talking about, exactly. So, this is the rubber match. Yep, that's it. And we got them at home. That's right, rubber and match it, at home. The I aggregate, think. I think they're winning the aggregate because I'm not sure we beat them by 22 last time. I don't think we did, but aggregates only count for that sport. Not yeah, well, it's football, it's a beautiful it game. Is. Yeah, so, um. Speaking of not so beautiful, head coach Jim Harbaugh, he's the one that heads up the Michigan Wolverines. Their current record is 5-0 and against a bunch of cupcakes and then two Big Ten squads. Colorado State destroyed them. Hawaii destroyed them. UConn destroyed them. Maryland, close game at home. 
And then at Iowa, they allowed 14 points to those suckers. To, that was pretty, uh, pretty bad. So I'm I'm one in one betting against uh, Michigan. I took Maryland in the points, won that bet. Then I took Iowa plus 12 and lost by a point. Oof. That was and and Michigan had a late touchdown, like four minutes left in the fourth quarter. <sighs> so again, I'm I'm just just I'm betting against Michigan again. I'm one to one. There you go. Rubber match for me too. Interesting rankings um, for Michigan offense and de- well defense is impressive. But again, go back through what they played non-conference and and again the first four games at home so you've got colorado state who is bad hawaii we've talked about is really bad and yukon is really bad and then they run into maryland who's got a really good defense or a a really good offense and a bad defense and who's the the quarterback Uh, to his brother so um (laughs) offensive rankings real quick we'll run through these uh for michigan 32nd overall total offense just to give everybody perspective iu who struggled uh, kind of up and down all year. 83rd for IU. Uh, 13th in the country in rushing. That's the big thing. 221 yards per game. And they're 78th in passing. I use 33rd just to give a, a comparison. Um, we, we, if you've seen any bit of it, any bit of Michigan this year, you know what to expect. And it's a lot of run in the football on defense. This is the scary part. Uh, sixth overall in total defense, allowing 252 yards per game. And 14th in rushing defense, allowing under 100 yards, under 95 yards, actually 94.2 yards per game. So doesn't any, matter. Doesn't matter, he says. Exactly. We um, don't run the ball anyway. That's true. Um, so let's talk about key players real quick, Brandon, and you can add um, to these, or we'll, we'll just alternate through them. I'll let you take the take the good ones. But uh, quarterback JJ McCarthy took over. What happened with Cade McNamara? JJ McCarthy's really good. Like is that really all in. They tried to force the older guy to play, and they knew the younger guy was a better player. Well, they've done that now for, what, two years, right? Mm -hmm. And, okay, so he's finally getting in there. I mean, this is a ridiculous completion percentage. Now, the yardage is you may get a chuckle out of. Again, they've played five games. So he's just under 80% completion percentage at 78.6. He's got 848 yards passing through five games, six touchdowns, no interceptions. So there's just not, like... I guess what I wrote was he's just there to be there to make easy throws, throw the ball when they're in third and manageable at that point. And then, you know, they're not expecting him to go out and, and win the game, win the game. So, so yeah, that's pretty much their quarterback situation. Brandon, you want to talk about the running back? Yeah. I mean, just to end on JJ McCarthy, um, he is definitely going to be playing on Sundays. Um, kind of hard because of how early, uh, to know if he's really a first round guy, but I mean, I think he's definitely, I think his, I think his like ceiling is a second to fourth round guy. Um, right now, I think, I think his ceiling is, is potentially a first round guy. Um, kind of like Seth or uh, Michael said, like he doesn't have like this amazing arm, but he, he has enough legs to be like a threat. And he also is just extremely accurate. I mean, you're not 80% completion percentage and not accurate, obviously. So um, was he number one? In, he was number one in his class, right? At least top I 10. So. I don't remember where. I mean, he was a five star. Yeah, like five star. Sure. I got it, Seth. Um, um, so, and I think we still have at least one. I think he's a red shirt freshman. 
So he should have one to two more years of J.J. McCarthy, unfortunately. Yeah, because he's got um, that COVID year. So if he wants it, he can. I think technically, I think academically he's a junior, but yes. Yeah, but yeah, you're absolutely right. So um, Blake right. Corum, their running game. You want to talk a little bit about that? I mean, absolute stud. This guy will also um, be in the NFL. Uh, he's an absolute bowling ball. Um, he's averaging almost seven yards per carry. He has 10 touchdowns. I mean, again, he doesn't he doesn't do anything that's like overly impressive. He runs really hard, but he just like knows how to find the hole. His his football IQ is off the charts. And you can really tell that by his touchdown percentage, like when they get into the red zone, he just knows he like, he has an eye for the end zone and that's, you know, kind of like football talk, but it, it really is true. I mean, he, he, again, he, he just get 10 touchdowns in, in five games. That's absolutely bananas. Um, he's really, really good. And he's the guy spoiler alert that I'm most worried about. Like, yeah. I think, I think he could potentially get a 150, 200 yard game. Um, he already has a 200 yard game. He did it against Maryland, um, already. So, yeah. And that's, I think that's to their, uh, it's going to be, this is going to sound weird coming out of my mouth, but I th- feel like that's almost to the advantage of the other team. Um, I know that sounds weird, right? But it's like, look at, he's ran free, ran for 200 yards against Maryland. It was a seven point game. Um, we've given up 200, well, almost 200 yards to what was his name? Chase Brown. Yep. And won the game. So I, I mean, I'm not saying we, we can give up 200 yards to beat Michigan. That can't happen. Um, I think we lucked out. Well, we lucked out and then found out how good, uh, was it Haskins last year? Yeah. Hassan Haskins. Hassan Haskins. Yeah. Plays for Tennessee. Is that? Yeah. I I believe so. Yeah. I think he's the third string there in Tennessee. Yep. So, you know, Blake Corum, I think, was injured going into the game, got injured a first series or so, and then we never saw him. We haven't really seen him at all um, against IU. So a guy that we have seen uh, plenty, and uh, I've made my – and I don't use this very much for, for college kids, but uh, he's not a kid. He's a full-grown adult with a, with a beard. Um, Ronnie Bell, uh, he's not my favorite player. I actually wrote that I – hate him but that's not true i don't know him so uh but he's like seventh year whatever he, he probably still goes to high school parties stuff i don't know he just seems like a terrible person and i'm sorry if he listens or if his family listens i don't really know him i'm just kind of playing a character here um six foot tall fifth year senior so nothing really stands out but he's 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 a he's a ball player he gets the ball he he can go across the middle he's he's a he's a gamer that's all I can really say. He's only got 19 catches, 269 yards, and a touchdown so far this season, but he can also run the football a little bit, some jet sweeps, has scored a touchdown there as well. Um, anything to you outside of Ronnie Bell on the wide receiver side? I know that a tight end. So just just a little bit about. on Ronnie Bell. I mean, he is the focal point. He takes the defensive attention. That's why they constantly put him in motion. That's why they constantly put him in ISO, either at the top of the screen or the bottom of the screen. Like, you're right. He... he he takes so much attention off the defense that allows Blake Corum to do that. That light that lets the tight end who we're going to talk about next um, uh, do what he does. Uh, Ronnie Bell is uh, the straw of the Michigan's drink there. Um, he's, he's really, really good. Um, I mean, hate he's him not, all you want, but he's, he's not really, really good. He's, he's okay. He's all right. He, he's a stud. He's okay. 
He's not that good. Um, tight end, yeah, you you hinted at it. It's Luke. Luke. You can do Luke or you can do Schoon. Luke Schoonmaker. You can do either one. Luke Schoon. You can do that. Whatever you want to do. Um, they, had a, they had the other dude. Seth, can you help me out with their Eric other? Eric All. Eric All, right? Did he get it injured? Spo- yeah, he's been injured for a couple of weeks now. He's supposed to be their top overall tight end. He's going to yeah. be a, a future NFL player, too. Yeah, I hope he doesn't play on Saturday, just selfishly. Uh, but Luke Schoonmaker has kind of turned it on here in the last couple of games. The big one was against Maryland a couple of weeks ago. He's got 14 catches, 162 yards and a touchdown, but he hasn't done anything until the big 10 season started. So against Maryland, a really bad defense and against Iowa, which is one of the best defenses in the country. Um, he's got 11 catches and against Maryland, he was seven catches for 72 yards and a touchdown. Um, so uh, another huge body, which we've talked about, uh, probably beat it to death on this podcast that I use seems to struggle with at the tight end uh, position. And uh, hopefully that's not something that gets exposed on Saturday. Do you want to talk defense, Brandon? Do you know much about their defense? If not, you can probably give it to Seth. It just seems I mean, like it's, absolute, it's absolutely loaded. I mean, their, their defense may be better than last year. And they were like the number one defense in the entire nation last year. Um, it all starts with junior Colson. Um Better, uh, do you know? Can you guys do you guys know the other Colson that played basketball for Notre Dame? Bonzi, Bonzi yeah. Colson, that's right. that's right. That's what I always think of when I hear his name. I just always think of Bonzi Colson. He's another guy that played college basketball for like 10 years. Was he like the um, thick dude that yeah. was, like, yeah, he was like a six four power forward, yeah, that could like shoot threes but also turn around fade. It's yeah, speaking of okay, so it, it's a tie-in for IU. So, do you remember Crossroads Classic, the the big comeback yeah. real late? Uh, yeah. Was he the one that almost drained like the half court shot? Right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that him? Okay, yep. right. All right. Now I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's an absolute tackle getter. I um, mean, he's all over the place. He side, plays sideline to sideline. Um, you know, he's there's there's not much more of a sure thing than Junior Colson. Yep. And then the only other guy I really checked out was a guy named Mike Morris, another linebacker who has four sacks on the season, like nobody else on the team. I think there might be one other guy with two, but, um, and it might be junior Colson, but junior Colson is hands down the leader in in tackles on that team and and the leader on that defense. Um, not blown away by anything I saw in the secondary, um, which I, I think has been kind of a trend for them for a while, even if they've had a really good highly ranked defense, um, Japrill peppers ain't there anymore. That's true. But uh, it, go ahead. Yeah. And one of their best corners is a converted wide receiver. I think his name is Sandistril. Um, he had had a couple, he had, I think he had three touchdowns as a receiver over his first three years. Um, and he's now one of their top DBs. Gotcha. So it's at least an interesting story, if nothing else. Uh, yeah. And I'm, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not sure. Hopefully the one weakness on the team, the offensive line, as far as the I, IU side of the ball goes, can, can keep Baz upright enough or at least keep him in the pocket enough to maybe even try to expose that part of it. Cause I don't know what your boy threw for. What did he throw for against Michigan? I've got it right here in a second. Uh, he threw for 207 yards through two picks and a, and a touchdown 20 to 30. So it's not, <clears throat> not great, but you know, they still were within seven points at the end of the game. So um, <clears throat> let's talk IU players to watch Brandon. Um, let's let Seth go first. He didn't talk much. Seth, who do you got on offense? Dude, I, I'm a broken record on this. I want to see who they trot out there on the offensive line. I want to see if they, they can if they can manage to keep 
like you said, Baz upright. I think that's the biggest limita- limitation the offense has. So I really want to see some progress being made uh, to address the pass rush and also uh, help in the running game. Perfect. Brandon? Bad Baz, no chance. I mean, this needs to be Baz's best game. He needs a bounce back game because Nebraska was by far his worst. Um, I think I think he's really beat himself up about it, which I like. Right. I, I think I think he he hasn't checked out. He hasn't given up. Um, so I, I think I think this game, you know, maybe because it's homecoming, maybe because of last week. I don't know. I think we're going to we're going to learn a lot about Baz in this game. Um, not only his like intestinal fortitude, uh, but also against the best defense he'll face all year. Uh, so um, I'm, I'm going to be watching Baz when I'm in the stands. Um, I think the big thing is he needs to stay in that pocket. When he starts scrambling, the tackles completely let him down because honestly, he puts the tackles in a really bad spot. And that's when most of his interceptions come. He needs to stay in the pocket. And yes, he is going to get hit. And Michigan's going to hit him hard. But that's when he's made his best throws is when he stays in the pocket and steps into his throw. When he's falling back on his back foot or falling to his left or falling to his right, disaster. Um, so, and also the dude also just needs to learn to take a sack. I mean, I know you've been beating the drum that we haven't really given a lot of sacks because he hasn't stayed in the pocket. He's ran out and cut the field into a third. Mm -hmm. And I think that's hurt the offense. I think he needs to learn, stay in the pocket. And if you have to take a sack, pull a Peyton Manning and just fall down, right? Like live to see another day, but keep the whole field in play. Um, so yeah, I mean, my, my guy, you know, it starts and ends with Baz for me. Okay. Well, you know, I think part of the problem in, in Nebraska, which I not, I don't think I know part of the problem in Nebraska was not having his two top receivers. So hopefully having both of them back and specifically cam camper, um, who I cannot hammer home enough was top five in the country. In- so cam should be back, but I think. DJ uh, today during the press conference, he said he was uh, Tom said he was officially questionable, which means he's out. Yeah. Right. That's just that's just sportsmanship saying yeah. that he's he's a questionable. So I think I think Cam should play. But, yeah, I think I think it's another week without DJ. I think in and in, in at that point, I mean, maybe they can use Jalen in some of the packages where they've where they've needed DJ Matthews here in the last couple of weeks. But in the, at the same time. The gamesmanship could go the other way, Brandon. I mean, it's the guy did try to warm up last week and was was knocked out in warm up. So maybe they'll run him through warm ups and see what he's doing. Oh, don't say knocked out in the game where Naeem Hines got knocked. Oh, sorry. It's just we're not in the game, but just watching. It's it's okay. It's all right. But back to Cam Camper. So I use going to need somebody to throw the ball to that's going to one catch it and to be effective with the ball, uh, a big body and and can show up. I mean, give Baz a, a trusty target to go to when he's going to be under pressure pretty much the entire game, I'm assuming. So um, on defense, Seth. You could literally list any single player on the defensive team at this point. Um, I'm going to go with a cheat here, and I'm going to say, and I because I assume it's going to be multiple people who are lining up across from uh, Ronnie Bell. It's whoever covers him. Um, the crossing routes have been a nightmare for IU for multiple years now. And guess who's a cross route specialist? It's Ronnie Bell. Um, so whoever's chasing him around all day, that's who my eyes are going to be glued to because that's be a big indicator as how far and how fast their offense is moving. Yeah. 
So, uh, Brandon, who do you have? So, yeah, I mean, uh, Seth kind of took mine, um, but I have Mullen. Um, he has to stop giving up touchdowns. Uh, Coach Allen actually addressed that today. Uh, a reporter didn't ask to name players, but they asked um, what his thoughts were on all the big plays. And he says, with Mullen, it comes down to technique. He's relying too much on his athleticism and not on his coaching. And he needs to go back to like remembering his technique. Um, he says, he, you know, he's, he's, he's playing. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, and then the other thing, he also said, Jay, Jalen Williams needs to communicate better. He said his problems is he is not reading what the linebacker is calling and all of Jalen Williams issues have been all communication. And he said that is disappointing for senior leaders um, to being do, doing two things that honestly shouldn't happen. So um, Tom doesn't call out players much when he normally does at seniors. Um, so again, I think you're going to find out a lot about Taiwan and Jalen um, when their coach who I can't remember the last time he called out players by name. Um, see, and they see how they respond. So I, yeah. I loved that, loved that by Tom. Um, because I think I think Taiwan can definitely take it. We'll see oh, yeah. if Jay, we'll see if Jalen can. He should. I mean, he's he's been there long enough. He knows he's been through every year with Tom Allen. He should know what's expected and and what he can what he can dish out. So, uh, some players that he probably didn't talk about, at least in that light, is, is who I'm going to be watching. So, if you're talking about a team that runs the football, I kind of cheated and I wrote down three people, and I thought maybe <laughs> you guys would take one of the three people. But uh, Cam Jones, Aaron Casey, and Matt Holt is who I'm going to be watching. And I, and I can't believe I had to throw Matt Holt in there. Uh, you could take him out and put Noah Pierre if you wanted to. But Matt's been really good against the run, really outside of maybe like last week. I think maybe he had kind of a down game. Um, whether he was carrying an injury or not, I'm not sure. But we didn't see a lot of him really outside of the second or the first half. But Michigan's great at one thing. And you're not going to stop it, but you got to slow it down. And those are the three people that are going to. I it. completely agree. Do you do you know why I think we truly lost to Nebraska? It was Matt, the two big plays. It was it was the two big touchdowns, um, right? So like you're right. Like honestly, if we let Blake Corm run all over us, we're not going to have a chance. But you're right. I mean, I think I think almost the, the exact opposite can also be true. If we let Michigan have easy touchdowns, easy walk-in 75-yard touchdowns, this game's over. Mm -hmm. This game's absolutely over, like yeah. whether it's one or three. Um, so, yeah, totally. I'm, and I'm okay with them going, honestly, 10 plays for seven minutes, and they, they run the ball all the way down and score because we need to play a like a low-possession, like, drawn out game right mm -hmm. that's how you beat a team you can't let a team score in 45 seconds like we let nebraska do yeah i mean so, it only happened twice but that's twice too often yeah and and you said it and i didn't bring it up um whenever we recorded the post game because i was still a little upset about it but they they only gave up five plays over 15 yards against nebraska the entire game and I guess I, I, I haven't really like dug into it that much, but Tom Allen was happy with that. Like that's very good. I guess for him is five dynamic plays over 15 yards for the game. But the problem was three of those plays were touchdowns. 
And that was what he stuck out. He was like, that's the biggest issue. It's not having five plays over 15 yards, you know, throughout a game. Think about anything. Think about Idaho. Even last year in 2021, they had five plays over 15 yards. That's not a problem. But they weren't anywhere near us in that game. And none of those big plays, none of those dynamic plays over 15 yards were touchdowns from what I can remember. So, um, you know, the defense has not played well, but, you know, maybe they took a step for a small step forward next last week, you know, without looking at the scoreboard and, uh, yeah, we'll see how it translates special teams. I think we might all have the same person, but we'll see. What do you got, Seth? Uh, this is going to be a James Evans game. Okay. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of punts and a lot of field position is, uh, is going to be on the line. So if you can flip the field position a couple times, that's going to be something you're going to need to, uh, to minimize on or to maximize on any opportunities they give you Brandon. Yeah. So I, I agree with that. I didn't have him, but like we got to pin them inside the 10, like three or four times, right? Like that just needs to happen. We, we can't have like net punts of 30 yards, net punts of 35 yards. Like we need to make them go uh, 90, 95 yards. Um, I think that is absolutely mandatory. Good pick Seth. Uh, I think everyone at this point knows our red zone percentage. Um, I'm not going to make this a Walt Bell podcast, but I picked Chucky because we're going to need every point we can get. I mean, ultimately, we're going to need touchdowns, not field goals. But knowing this offense a third of the way in the season, we're going to be kicking field goals and we just need Chucky to hit every single one of them. Yeah, Uh, I I was wrong when I didn't have either one of those picks. So um, I got Jalen. Jalen Lucas, I mean, we've talked about getting him the ball on, on the offense. We know he's returning kicks. Now he's not going to be returning any punts, but returning kickoffs. And if IU stands a chance in this game, which they do technically an 8% chance according to ESPN, but um, a special teams touchdown or a defensive touchdown, I think is a must. Um, I'm not saying that our offense can't score points. We've seen them score points, um, but you know, against that good of a defense, there has to be points from a different side of the ball. So anything else you guys want to add on this and then we can move on. Nope. Okay. Super quick word from our sponsor. It's Monon track club. If you didn't already know it, MTC is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport and the Hoosier state. They craft products, tell stories and create experiences that aim to celebrate support and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs and to shop their sick gear from shirts to hoodies, to koozies. As a thank you to our listeners, they're offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10 at checkout. That's LEO10. Now, back to the show. And everybody's favorite part, Randos, Randos. He's already knocked one out, so don't get too excited. What do you got, Brandon? So I mentioned it at the beginning. I'm back. I'm making my triumphant return to the tailgate fields. Before I tell you guys what is my favorite tailgate activity, I want to know what your guys' favorite tailgate activity is. Um, besides drinking beer at, I don't know, the ass crack of dawn, um, watching weird enough, watching you do dizzy bat is my favorite tailgate activity. That's also my favorite activity. I I love (laughs) dizzy. I like, I love chugging beer. I love playing sports. Those are two things you put together and it's dizzy bat. So, um, all the times, all the years I've done it, I've only smoked one car. I've smoked no humans. I hope both of those streaks continue. Um, but yeah, I'm super stoked to do Dizzy Bat again. Um, it's been too long. 
Seth, what's your favorite tailgate activity? I don't know if I have a favorite one, um, but playing flip flip cup a couple of weeks ago just piqued my anxiety in a way that I haven't uh, been too long since I played. I was out of uh, I was bad. out of practice. Yeah, you were yeah. bad. You were really and, bad. And then once the first one didn't hit, just it went sheer panic mode after oh, yeah. that. Yeah, anxiety kicked in for you, and I was just sitting there just in pure embarrassment. You you, you went Matt Ryan when you see any kind of edge rusher. <laughs> I think it only took it like three times, but it was like, you know, it was pucker butt three times. It, it was... You know what, though? You weren't as bad as the dude, the Cincinnati guy. Yeah. Was... yeah. So uh, we didn't talk about this, but at the Cincinnati game, Seth and I got pulled over into another IU tailgate, which was great. And um, there was a, a part of the family were Cincinnati people as well. But one of them was like a clearly a college student with his girlfriend. Uh, this kid couldn't flip a cup if his life depended on it when he flipped the cup i'm talking about it's like 10 feet up in the air brandon every single time and we're like dude you just touch it like you don't really flip it flip it like you just touch it and i kind of you know just barely just give it a little bit and every time it was like worse and worse and worse so it made seth feel a little bit better about himself but yeah Yeah, i mean he was something that thing like it was like an eastern european gymnast in the 80s (laughs) it was just like head over head over head Oh my gosh. All right, Brandon, what do you got? Uh, all right. Uh, I have not been to the stadium in a little over a calendar year. What is the one thing I'm going to be impressed about when I walk into Memorial stadium? Um, what's new? What, what am I going to see? Is it the concession stands? Is it, is it anything else they've added? Like, what am I going to be like? Oh yeah, that's new. I like it. Uh, there's a lot of games now. So there's like a lot of like interaction, uh, like yeah, activity, a lot of interaction. Uh, there's like a, you know, that there's the Brian Kelly spinny camera thing that you can do. Um, there's like penalty kicks, there's uh, free throw shots. There's, you know, throw the ball through the, the hoop things. Like there's all that stuff set. I mean, it's mainly kid stuff, but um, there's all that set up in there. There's, you've got basically everything that they used to have, Brandon, if you remember when it used to just be walk up to, like you just walked up at the, the South end zone section, the fan zone that was up there. All that stuff that was up there is now down in the north end zone underneath, like underneath the main walkway area. Um, and so you've got all the uniforms are, are set up on the mannequins and like all of that cool stuff down there. But other than that, I mean, they talked about more more beer throughout the stadium. I haven't I haven't seen it because I don't go anywhere outside of our section. So. Right. Um, but that seems those lines seem to what be about, a what about what about our seats? Am I going to be impressed by our seats? Yeah, yeah, I think so. They're, they're quite close. They're quite close. That's awesome. And they're right above the tunnel that the players run See, into halftime at the end of the season and right where, or at the end of the game and right where they uh, sing the fight song. Yep. It's right there. So, and uh, our friend from Hoosier Ticket Project, I don't know if her seats are there in the front. Is she right there in front of us, right? Two rows in yep. front of us. Um, uh, Amanda Pavelka is two rows in front of us, which is the first row in that section. So, um, so she will probably be there. So there you go. Um, what's next, Brandon? Uh, I love the maize and blue colors, uh, but that got me thinking about what are the, what's the best color uh, combination in the Big Ten. Oh, man. In the Big Ten, there's no fun ones, really. Yeah, there's some weak ones. I, I kind of, you know what? This is going to stink. I kind of like Illinois. I yep. like blue and orange. I've always liked blue and orange. For yeah, some I like reason. Penn State's all whites too. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about like jersey combination. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, like a little bit of both, like, right? Like color combination. Jersey I also feel like you could do a lot of fun things with Northwestern's jerseys and, and they haven't done anything like purple and black's pretty cool. I like that. I don't know, but that's it really. Like you're not getting like uh, coastal Carolina colors or anything cool, like, like way off the, off the map. Or like when old miss goes baby blue. Yeah. Like, yeah. The first one that came to mind for me was Illinois, and then Penn State was the second one that came to mind, especially when you said all whites. Yeah, big, when you were a big fan the of the all whites. Yeah, weird enough. That's a that's a pretty cool. But colors alone, I'd, I'd lean towards Illinois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm biased. I obviously like my high school colors from Maze and Blue. Yeah. Um, it also was my high school song was "Hail to the Victor." Will you talk? Yes, you talk about this as time. much as you can. <laughs> We know. Um, what is your guys's favorite non-Purdue, non-IU fight song? Like USC is pretty famous. So, hold on, I'll, I'll, I'll get this out of the way. You're gonna say it. I don't even know Purdue's fight song. Don't know. Mm-mm. I know the <laughs> tune generally, um, but I grew up on the Indiana fight song from the from Breaking Away. Um, so that'll always forever be one I know and like, even though I have no association with it personally. Um, uh, I don't want to do this. I'll just pick you Michigan. Don't have to. I'm just going to pick Michigan. I'll pick Thank Michigan because I was going to pick another team in Indiana, but I don't want to. I don't do that. All right. Last question. And I think I brought Purdue. I was talking about the other team, the other other team, the team yeah, of which we yeah. don't speak. Seth. There was a movie about this school. Maybe like a couple, but I was thinking of. Do you have have another rando? I do. I do. Can I squeeze one in before I forget it? Yes. Is Blake Corum the best running back we're going to see? No. Do you think we've already seen the best running back? No. Ooh, yes. Dude, the Mm. Penn State guy is really good. I think Chase Chase Young is the best running back. Yeah, I I think you're right. I think I think that. Penn State's Chase Brown. two, mm. Chase Brown one, Sorry. Singleton Chase Young two, is a country singer, I think. And then Quorum three. No, Chase Young was the defensive end defensive from end. Ohio State who's with the commanders Chase now. Rice, Chase Rice, former North about, Carolina linebacker is the country singer I was thinking of. So Berger hasn't had the last couple of games go very well for him, but I always thought he was going to be really good or was. Jalen Berger, Jalen Berger hasn't played. Jalen, where is he at? Michigan State. No, man, his it, okay. Dude had a thick booty when he was in Wisconsin okay. as, a okay. true, <laughs> as a true freshman. I, th- I thought the same thing. I thought that dude was going to be running over people for years, like Melvin Gordon and Jonathan Taylor, like that kind of a running back. And then he got off season or off the field trouble. Right. And then he was yeah. kicked off the team or, or transferred one of the two. But yeah, no, he can't. It's not the same kind of offensive line up there, Seth. And you guys don't play Wisconsin. So Braylon Allen would be off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're probably I right. I wish we played Wisconsin this year. I, I'd say Corum, Corum and uh, Brown are probably the one, two that you guys face. What's Ohio State rocking? Well, Penn State's got a good oh. running back, too. Right. But he's just a true freshman. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State has two really good. They have Williams and Henderson who are both okay. like superstars. Oh, we know Henderson. Yeah. 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 Okay. Go ahead. La- last question. Did I win homecoming King in 2006? I feel like the only reason you're asking is because you didn't or, or it's a trick question. It was actually like 2007. <laughs> I feel like it was, a, I feel like you should have, but you didn't because you had to play football and they wouldn't let the homecoming king be football player <laughs> had to be the quarterback not the cornerback 
I, I did not win homecoming. Yes. Games, Some so. pretty boy basketball player. Yeah. He was 5'11", point guard. Gave it to a soccer player. No, I can't Actually a cross-country runner. <laughs> oh, really? Even worse. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry for you, Brandon. I All, know right, that's, uh... All right, Seth, let's get into your sack here, bud. Oh, All right. catch. Here's one of the things to watch is Michigan does a great job utilizing their gadget players. Like they obviously have their starters who they go to, but you'll see a sixth or seventh or eighth receiver all of a sudden pop up for a nice play. Um, and I predict that I predict that continues against IU. And it's one of those things that I wish Walt Bell figured out a little bit more. Um, two, two near guarantees with Harbaugh teams. They have great offensive line and great tight ends. I know we already talked about a uh, schoon maker and uh, Eric and, all being and hurt. burgers tight end. Uh, or big end um here's one i was looking at jj mccarthy's uh picture he looks a lot like a young michael shannon which is michael shannon michael shannon help me with that michael he, he was the bad guy in superman um he i'll was just in google the show it. boardwalk empire <laughs> yeah uh he he plays like 19 years old in, oh uh, this guy Brown i know what he's, he's in uh yeah he's at the, he's the groom Yep. He's in stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he's in a he's, lot of stuff. He's yeah. in stuff for sure. Um, here's some other fun news and notes. They have seven quarterbacks who have thrown a pass. Oh, I know what I know him from. Sorry. He's from he's the he's like the weird boyfriend stepdad or whatever in eight Ozark. Mile. Eight mile. Oh, he's not in Ozark. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. Yeah. 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 Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Sorry. Keep um going. The two things you left off on their stats were they are top six, as in ranked sixth, in both offensive and defensive scoring. Oh, averaging yeah, look up scoring, yes, giving right. up a little over 11 points per game in scoring. I think uh, I took it down, I think it was like 45 or 47 points. I want to look uh, up the combined record of their non conference. Continue, oh, it, Go it's, ahead. Bad. it's bad. Um, as of last week, at least, Omar Cooper was still listed as the number one punt returner on the two deep. So I'm starting to question whether or not he's actually redshirting, uh, but I didn't see him play. So I'm trying to figure that one out. That'll be ongoing. I'm sorry. Colorado State got their. <clears throat> I'm going to oh, say, yeah, it. I'm going to say it. Colorado State got their absolute earmuffs, kids. Shit kicked in by sacramento state 41 to 10 that is yeah. one of the teams that michigan played this year go continue go ahead i'm going to find whoever uconn lost to today or lost that, to this year too that's all i had so i mean uconn that... so by the way colorado state oh and four uconn oh and no they won they like Sorry, won their they first won. F- they, they won. won their like first fbs game in like <clears throat> I don't know, 10 years. It was, it was oh, like they beat Sanford? Fresno State. Fresno State. Fresno State. But they also beat Central, and I did not know this was a real school. I used this as as like a, a sarcastic school. They beat Central Connecticut State. Yeah. Uh, the Blue Devils. Game. Yes. Yes. So Isn't they are Delaware. No, there's two the and three. Blue something. Hornets. They are two and three. Blue and Hawaii has Hawaii won oh, a game. Yeah. Hawaii has won a game. Hawaii beat uh, Duquesne. They beat Duquesne, <laughs> but they've also lost to New Mexico State, Michigan, Vanderbilt, sixty-three to ten, and our friends at the and Western Kentucky, forty-nine to seventeen. Um, so the combined record: zero and four, two and five, or two and three. So that's two and seven, and then one and four. One and yeah, one and four. 
So three and 11 combined non-conference record for Michigan. So take the stats as you will. We'll, I mean, we'll find out. We'll find out. And I think we may find out the hard way on Saturday, but we'll see. Speaking of that, Seth, are you done? I am. Predictions. You ready for this? No, I'm not. Because Brandon already dropped his on me, so I can't get any. I changed it. I changed it. Yeah, it can't get any worse. So, all right. Well, I think this will be the least frustrating game of the season because where in other games the talent level uh, dynamic was either pro Indiana or at least fairly even. Uh, this game, the difference in talent and scheme will be obvious. Harbaugh will u- use this as a statement game, and his team will respond. IU forces a lot of long, time-consuming drives, but I think this is one of the two games that on paper IU has no chance. Michigan 38, Indiana 3. And Harbaugh bitches Ooh. about giving up a late field goal to ice the shutout. We score at least once. Okay. All right, Brandon. So, yeah, um, I ha- I said it in the beginning of the show. I'm not going to um, change that. I do think IU covers by a point and a half. Michigan 38, IU 17. And I think Michigan comes out to like maybe a 17, 20 to nothing lead. And it's kind of just cruise control. And it's kind of a push in the second half. Um, and Har- that's what Harbaugh is mad about. He, he, he's mad he gives up 17 second half points. Um, and uh, that's that's what he's yelling about and is all mad in the um, in the post game press conference. Guys. You're about to you're about to complete your second touchdown this quarter. Uh yes. Yes, yeah. I am. <laughs> yes, I am. Guys. And I'm ha- I'm halfway to hitting plus eight thousand. That would be the highest bet I've ever hit ever. Guys, I'm like mad. I only put five dollars down. I'm going to continue to see you guys until you stop talking, guys. Um, it's homecoming. It's IU. People are coming back. We got to show up, and we got to we got to let the world know that Michigan's pretty good. Um, and with that, for the first time, along with Brandon. I have IU taking a loss, but, 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 but not so fast, my friend. Someone's obsessed today. Yeah. I said this earlier. It it doesn't matter. I don't think talent gap matters when this game comes around. I mean, we've had, we went to four overtimes. I'm pretty sure with like, I don't even know who was our, who was our quarterback. That maybe Xander Diamant with, again, with Michigan at home. We always play Michigan tough. We had that with the game with the Willis kid and Ben Chapel. We had no chance in that game. And that game was close. I think we keep it close, though. Michigan wins 34, IU 24. Seth will put it on the pole. I will, might not win this one. We'll see. Um, anything else you guys want to add on this game before we? So excited to be tailgating. Thank I'm God, so right? excited to drink with you i thought it was going to be last weekend it wasn't seth had to endure my drinking now you get to um so be excited yeah i am excited uh are we going early we're going we're getting down there early or what are we doing uh you tell me um i have a babysitter from eight to five um so before my day even starts i'm 150 dollars down the drain um so i can leave as early as eight o'clock I bet you're probably leaving closer to 630. I will be there o'clock. at 8 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, so I mean, o'clock. I'm probably looking to get there around 930, 9, 930, depending on, depending on traffic. 
Sure, um, sure, sure. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we can make it happen. And again, everybody that listens to the pod, or even if you don't listen to the pod and somehow somebody tells you, uh, more than welcome to swing on by, uh, hang out. Just, I mean, you don't have to hang out. It's fine. You just come by, have a shot. Give you a shot. We'll do whatever we want. It's fine. We'll, we'll give you some food. We'll give you a shot. Whatever you want to do, shake our hand, take a picture, whatever you want to do. No problem. Um, yeah, that's it, man. Sorry for like the C-level performance today. I've been kind of watching my Colts put on a C-level performance as well. Maybe a D-minus uh, like at the same time as we're recording. Um, but we'll get this out tomorrow as soon as we can. Be sure to check out the pod. It's on Twitter. It's at Podcast LEO. Be sure to download, rate, review on all of our platforms. I mean, we're, we're everywhere. If we're not somewhere, we're just not on the TikTok. We're not on the Instagrams, as they say. Um, we stopped with with. We're not on OnlyFans. Not yet. <laughs> Seth is. Um, but either way, man, we love you guys. Elio. 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 Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day, Elio. Have a great day, Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day, and Elio. Oh, thank you so much, Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that, Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day, Elio. Awesome, Elio. Elio.